Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Still my favorites. Still my favorite glasses. This is just a wine. Mm-hmm. Just a wine. Like they're all the same. Is this Pinot Noir? They're all the same to me. It's a, it's a little black dress of wines. It goes with everything. I mean, it goes... I, I, I would like to say that I'm a fancy-ass bitch. <laughs> But I am very basic. You're like, I drink the wine that is served me, and I'm like, this is delicious. So, uh, just this last week, in celebration of a birthday, uh, we opened a bottle of Faust 2018. Mm. Uh, it is allegedly a very nice bottle of wine. Eh. I couldn't tell you <laughs> if this was it or not. <laughs> this was, I'm guessing, $9 at Target. Yes, yes. Or somewhere similar. Aldi? Mm-hmm. Kroger? One of our fancy... I think this is from Aldi. Okay. Aldi wine. Mm. Somehow, like, spending $8 on a bottle of wine at Aldi and spending $8 at a bottle of wine at, like, Trader Joe's seems like quantitatively different things, even though... Even though it's $8? It's not. not. You probably are getting better $8 value at Aldi than you are at Trader Joe's. I'm just going to say... Interesting. Not that Trader Joe's is expensive, but I feel like there's a little bit more of a markup there. A little bit of a markup. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, like, cross-shopped their, like, guacamole, which comes in the same exact bags. Guacamole is delicious. Both both, both of them the same, because they're the same guacamole. But, mm-hmm. like, I think it's, like, two ninety nine at Aldi and, like, three fifty nine. Yeah, I don't. I don't have all the prices like in my head. And you're like, oh, so, like, 60 cents extra because you're a Trader Joe's. Right, because you're fancy. Yeah. No. When, tra- when Trader Joe's is the fancy grocery shopping you do. I mean, I'm going to say it's pretty, I mean, it's no Whole Foods, but mm-hmm. it's got pretty bougie reputation. They have really great $1 cards. Yes, they do. They do. It's, it's a large collection of $1 cards. It's my so. favorite $1 cards. Good for them. I'm here for a $1 card. Mm-hmm. I keep a collection. Uh, and then when my kids are like, oh, it's this person's birthday. I'm like, find a card, give them $10. Like... Indeed. Just here. Now go. Have fun. We had one of those this weekend. It worked out. Actually, you had to buy a card because we're out. But did you yes. restock? or did I, we I mean, I restocked. Like, I bought like two. We went to the dollar store and I bought like two cards. Nice. And I was like, next time I go up to Trader Joe's, I will re-up our birthday card selection. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So that's good. How's your week going? Oh, good. Ish. Yeah, it's been going good. Uh, Animal Crossing got an update. People I know. People are losing their minds. Um, Me included. You included. Our daughter included. Uh, our youngest has been kind of wanting to be in on the fun, but also like not paying attention because <laughs> it's too much work. Yeah, it, you literally get a job in this, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How's uh, okay?" You wear a uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems not so recreational. Li- literally today, I was very annoyed that I had to spend the day like. Cooking and cleaning and watering my plants because I wanted to spend the day cooking and cleaning and watering my virtual plants in Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
Yeah. Maybe I would adult more if it was cuter. I I could probably hook up some sort of sound effect to like <laughs> every time I like, close every time I like did la- did laundry and be like bloop bloop bloop. I mean we already have those like <laughs> Korean little washing machines that are like boop doop and are like dishwasher and our microwave all play little different songs. So uh we're halfway there, but we're yet somehow there. it seems to not yeah. do it. Maybe I could just like find a little clicker you could put in your pocket and push the button and it plays the song of like instant gratification. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what it is. But Maybe. yeah. Uh that's a secret e- to alt adulting. Yeah, even though like what I would do in Animal Crossing is like really just a shit ton of chores because it's real cute. <laughs> and it turns out like yeah. Like, in general, paying my mortgage is not fun, but in Animal Crossing, I'm fuck like, Tom fuck Nook. yeah! No, fuck Tom Nook. I paid my mortgage. No, that guy's that guy's a bastard. I know, but I, now I don't owe him any money. Some sort of raccoon loan shark. It's true. Loan raccoon. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have the ring to it. He's a loan shark that's a raccoon. A loan coon. That works. I like it. Seems appropriate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ship it. Actually, technically, it's a tanuki, which is not a raccoon. It's a member of the canid family, so it's actually closer to dog than raccoon. Ooh, okay. I know, right? But they kind of, they're kind of like foxes in that they're like dog, like cat software running on dog hardware. I see that. I see that hand. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like they're kind of a little weird, but you know, they'll still like they'll still do, still do like the paws out, like wag your their tail, want to play, and like mm-hmm. roll over and. But Show their bellies. Yeah, but then the yeah, they also might eat their face, which is the cat part of the program, I guess. All so right. yeah. I learned some things about Tanookies cause Cause yeah. You do that you do that, Google. I just you know, suddenly things hit my brain and I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> I've always wondered. I've always just kinda had a little little curiosity there, so that's that's all that. But anyway. Um my week's been alright. I cleaned our garage. You did. Which is one of those, like, stupid chores I do twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in the spring, once in the summer. Um, it's the transition from what we call summer mode to winter mode. Because uh, in summer mode, all of the, like, bikes are down and all the things our kids can grab and take out into the yard and play with are out and available. Right, and somebody parks on the driveway, if not both of us yeah. park on the driveway. Just depending on how things go. But it's the summer, so who cares, right? You know. Yeah. Well, this window, this this week, we started getting the first of the winter frosts, and I was like, "Nope, it's gotta go." But also, coincidentally, it's daylight saving time. Today was the first of that, mm-hmm. and so our kids are playing outside less, so they need less toys. So I'm like, "All right, we've got to move the cars inside, so we don't have to de- like scrape them and all that right, all winter." Right. Time to hang up the bikes and all yeah, that stuff. just make things fine. And so we did, and it looks fine it was but it was a solid five hours of labor yes something like that it was it was a chore it was a whole day um but then just organize things you know and it's stuff like checking these christmas lights to see if they light up oh good they do right because otherwise they're garbage otherwise they're garbage or i kept one strand that doesn't work because sometimes because it has bulbs on it that will work sometimes you you switch the bulbs sometimes you can trade a bulb in and out and that's i mean it's honestly one of the most easy ways to store christmas bulbs is is on a strand on a strand so it's just it's just marked as not working but yeah you know it was a day. We got rid of some stuff. 
threw away mm-hmm. like almost an entire like big trash can full of crap. Like, with like a shovel. It was like a snow shovel of trash. Yeah, just that you were just in. scooping up from uh the garage floor. I did throw away my rollerblades. <gasps> oh. I've had them. Have you ever seen me on those rollerblades? No. Yeah, so that Literally was part of no. the calculus. Uh, I picked them up and I looked inside and they were like covered in dust and mold. Yeah, and you're like, and Ooh, I was like, no, dust, we're... dust. We could figure something out, but mold and no things. Yeah, we're done. They must have got wet at some point and mm-hmm. decided to grow a colony. So right, it became a science project, and we I let them go. I, I don't think I've been on them in ten years. So yeah, like I've never seen you on them. And this is, I mean, I'm going to say it right now. I am not in rollerblade shape. Also, if you didn't start rollerblading during the pandemic, you're never going no, to. You know, like... Yeah, I think we're probably done here. <laughs> if I wasn't, like, rollerblading laps around our basement, mm-hmm. yelling at our kids to keep pick up their Legos so I didn't, like, bite it. Yeah, or if you just weren't like, you know what, I'm going to, like, rediscover, you know, 1994 me and, like... I see me doing, uh, so first off, I can't do this, but remember the episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Brian Cranston <laughs> finds a pair of roller skates and then proceeds well, to just... It's because uh, Malcolm wanted to learn how to rollerblade. And he's like, no, dad has to teach you. Like, mm. he's like, he doesn't even call it skating. He calls it the Brotherhood of the Wheel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's a whole, like... Like, if I could pull that shit off... roller skating dad... <laughs> I just remember him in short shorts at one point during this. And right. that was on on uh I think he did on Colbert for some reason. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was great. Thank you, Brian Cranston, for that. Yes. I also feel like that was just something the writers were like, I don't know, we need this to be into something weird, and Brian Cranston was just like, Did I ever tell you about my year spent like roller discoing? Right. And they're like, back the fuck up. And you're like, Can you still do that? And he's like, Yeah, I mean it's like riding a bike. And they got him a pair of roller skates and he went, or they were like, can you, do you have, he brought in his own pair. <laughs> and they're like, this is great. Just keep going. Can we incorporate this into? And then they just sat on it for like a season and a half. And then someone's like, all right, here's what's happening. And then they, they sprung it on him and he was just super game. And then he went on to like win a fucking Emmy for Breaking Bad. I mean, you know. Like, I, he's had a wild ride and I am, I respect it. Yes. So, on that note, um, we did watch a movie today. We did. We did. Uh, it's November. Yes. It's post-Halloween, so it's allowed. Mm-hmm. We can't complain. Mm-hmm. That uh, this is, uh, we watched a Christmas movie. Right. We can't complain about Christmas movies after Halloween. Yeah, because we're like, you know, in that time. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this was one, our kids, none of them had seen this before. No. This was on your suggestion. brand new to them. And I'm I'm here for it. It was also brand new to me. I have never seen this movie. Which I find surprising, but also not. Mm -hmm. Um, It is actually, I I remember seeing it, again, the USA versions Mm -hmm. of it, which were probably cut for time and or content, but actually I don't think so. There were some curse words. There are a few curse words flying by, but like... Like, USA TV would not have, right, right, would not have edited any of this. It was fine. Um, they would have just, you know, cropped it to fit on your screen and inserted commercials. And you can almost tell in this movie where the commercials are edited. Right. There's definitely beats where you're like, oh, this was a commercial break. And then it fades to black and then fades back up. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yep, yep. Like every half hour, 
20 minutes or something. <laughs> Built in. Built in little commercial breaks. And whoever was in charge was like, yeah, yeah, we can make this work. Instead of just like splicing it randomly. But they, uh, this is Jingle All the Way. Uh, it is one of the best movies 1996 had to offer. Mm. Stacked year. Yeah, I don't even know what else came out in 1996. I could have researched before I said that, but I didn't. So <laughs> Nobody knows. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Um, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, which makes this our kids' first Schwarzenegger film. Yes. Yes, indeed. Which is great. There's many others to choose from. Uh, Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop is a classic. I think they could, they're probably ready for that. Yeah, Twins. Maybe not ready for that. Yes. Terminator? Terminator 2. 2? Yeah. Well, Terminator, Terminator 2. I've only and then the rest, seen Terminator 2. The, the, the six, I think, sequels to Terminator 2 we're up to now. Ooh, Terminator 75. Yeah. Well, they just keep like, they're like, all right, Terminator 3. Oh, that didn't work. Terminator Genesis. Oh, well, that didn't kind of work. Like, they just keep being like, these are all alternate timelines to Terminator 2, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's not really working out for them. Very odd. It's very weird that it has one of the most convoluted timelines of any franchise, I will say. Sir, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which was like a whole TV show that now doesn't matter. Right. It's, a, it, it's fine. It's fine. But, anyway, but it's is Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a human. Yeah. So first of all, there's a lot of suspension or disbelief there. Yeah, true. Because he's a human. We I did have to like briefly describe his career. I'm like, well, he started as a bodybuilder. And then he became, like, an action actor. And then he had this really weird minute where he was trying to do, like, family films. And then he became the governor of California. And our oldest was like, wait, hold on. Time out. (laughs) He went from action films to family films to governor of... Is that a thing people just do? I'm like, on more than one occasion. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's like, God, American democracy... Get yeah. your shit together. If I had a nickel <laughs> for every former actor that turned into a governor of California, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but, you know, it's weird that it happened twice. It's not not a lot. It's not. Um, but anyway, uh, so this is Jingle All the Way. Um, so this is your first time. Like I said, I think I've seen it a few times, mm-hmm. but not really watched it. It's been in the background kind okay. of thing. What you think? Was it okay? Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. No, it's it's a holiday schlock. Right. Um, you got all your classic beats mm-hmm. of uh, overworked father. Like you're like, but it's Christmas Eve, Howard. You yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, who's like trying to make a deal? Whatever. Yeah. So this movie starts. Um, there's a montage of um, kind of a schlocky action figure live action show yes like a kid's a kid's uh show it very much reminded me of power rangers i literally wrote my notes before you said that you asked one of our kids have you ever seen power rangers and i had just written it's basically power rangers i think it's the same set <laughs> yeah it was like very similar to power rangers similar uh production quality the slanty red in, rocks in that it it's terrible production quality <laughs> um you can tell every Every human or character here is just designed to sell a toy of some sort. Right. You don't look at anybody's mouth, so everybody can be overdubbed right? in every language. Yeah. There might be like two people that actually have moving mouths, but they're never on the scene with the fighting or like the involved choreography. So probably 
there's an insert shot for the English dub. There's an insert shot for the Chinese dub. Um, that's how they did the Power Rangers. That's why every Power Ranger has a full face mask. Right. Is so they could use the, you know, they shot the the action or the the characters out of a costume mm-hmm. twice. Once with the American actors, once with the Japanese actors. Right. And then they just had the American actors do the dialogue for the fight scenes and the Chinese or the Japanese actors do the fight. Right, right. Just literally phone that part in. Yeah. Well, and then you could because the expensive part to shoot is the fight scene or the fight scenes. So the more that happens, the easier, you know, the cheaper it could get. And then you could sell the same show two times. So twice the shows, one and a half times the budget. Right. And it's all the same action character. Yeah. You know. It's the same stories, right? Even. Well, and the red, the red Power Ranger doll mm-hmm. is the same in all cultures. Because exactly, their face is totally covered. Right, so you can sell the same merchandise in both places, and I mean, I guess you would if you wanted to sell like the human face, you would do it. But anyway, all that to say, it's the crappy thing that's designed to sell toys, right? And our little, our little dude is watching it, and it is. It is Jake Lloyd. Oh, bless his heart. I was like, oh, little baby Sith Lord. Yeah, and he's going to get a lot of angst in this, which yeah. I feel he sells better than Hayden Christensen. He was, Yeah, he was really, uh, yeah. Which just tells you this show had better writers. Yes. Yes. George Lucas, if you're listening, come at me. Yeah. I... Your, your writing is... It's terrible. It's not great. No. Your dialogue suffers. No, you should stop writing. You stop. Just let Fabs and Filoni do it. Yeah, they're let's doing, let they're else doing the do Lord's it. work. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um and so Dad's not home. Mm-hmm. Uh and Jake Lloyd observes that his dad misses everything. He's always working. He's never there. So here's the Christmas trope. Yes. I will say it appears both Jake Lloyd's parents are at least alive. Yes, both his parents are alive and still together. So, so you know, he's got more going for him than most uh, Christmas heroes. Yep. But uh, the reason his dad's not there is he's at work. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently there's a company party going on. Yes. But he's actually working. Right. But he's at his desk, like, making last minute deals, selling king size mattresses. Yeah. Because he sells mattresses. Yeah. Is there a lot of need for mattresses over the holiday weekend? Right, like on Christmas Eve, do you really need 500 king-size mattresses? Like, what do you people, you know what, don't answer that. Don't, I don't want to know what you guys are up to. Right. That you suddenly need 500 mattresses. That's a lot. Well, and like, like, you know. He's, and he's in like, it seems like he's in a direct-to-consumer place, but he's also selling like 500 mattresses, so like. Obviously there's something wholesale. I don't know. I don't know. But they have, like, a showroom. Yeah. Could you imagine a Christmas party at a mattress showroom? At a mattress showroom? Oh, that's gonna be... They're doing, like, a conga line, like, through the beds. I'm like, this is... Whew. You are you are courting Play, some lawsuits. playing with fire. It's gonna be rough. Like, I, I don't think we have a Christmas party on premises anymore just because... None of us like each other, but mm-hmm. um, the ones that do have their own parties and it's fine. Mm. Yeah, so we haven't been invited to any of those parties. Uh, we have, mm. but those invites come through me, so you can imagine what happens. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, never mind, I don't want to. I'm like, turns out I got a thing. 
Like, I'm honored for the ask. Hit me up next year, but... Uh, I mean, if you say no enough, people stop inviting you, and yeah. you're like, that's the goal. Yeah, that's the that's the entire point, Lisa. Like, then it's their decision, not mine. I mean, you know. You know, Adam's always busy, because we won't invite him, or we'll just invite him ceremonially. One year he'll show up. I show up. They'll just start inviting me, and then I'll be like... Fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> I'll be like, I put it on our calendar. You did that to me the other day. You were like, "We're going out to some with some friends," and I was like, "Oh, and like it's a it's a bourbon tasting." I was like, "Coming back around." I was okay. like, "With these friends that you like," and you're oh, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, okay." I do, I do yeah, like those, those friends. friends. I like these friends. Yeah. So anyway, back to Art Arnie, who is <laughs> trying hard not to sound too Austrian in this. Like he's trying. It almost sounds like he's trying to do an American accent. God bless him. Um, yeah. but it, it sounds more American than his accent does now. Yes. Yes. Um, that he's just like, yeah, screw it. You know who I am. Like, <laughs> this is my voice. This is what I am. Uh, that's, this is a full on 30, 25 years later. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but he signs off each of his phone calls. Remember, you're my number one customer until his wife calls to be like, where the fuck are you? Right. So for, um, his assistant pops in and he's on the phone and she has like file folders that she's written up like cue cards yeah the like the love actually thing yes where she's like remember your son has his you know karate thing it's in you know 45 minutes and he's like i know you know like i know he's like i you know i'm on my way and she's like that's what you said half an hour ago (laughs) and she is flipping these cards Mm -hmm. you're welcome yeah and so he, his wife calls and is like, where the fuck are you? Get home. She's like, I'll be there. Remember, I'll you're, meet my, you there. you're my number one customer. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, you're not doing well, sir. Right, right. If so, I told you you're my number one customer, would you be pleased? I mean, I would have some questions. Yeah. You, I wasn't aware you have any customers. Well, I mean, I have. Do you have like a side business that I am unaware of? I mean, of? I do have customers at work. Yeah. For my work, but. And I have almost told them bye, I love you, mm. after talking to you on the phone. Because that... That's much more awkward. That is. I definitely did text um, one of my coworkers who has your name once uh, to, like, get milk on their way home. And they were like, I don't think that I met, you met me to get this text. And I was like, I'm sorry! <laughs> nope. And I'm like, good thing it was that one. Yeah, but yeah. No, we don't. Anyway, um, but he's like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. His assistant's like, he's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And he gets stuck in a traffic jam. He's not going to make it. Right. He gets, he pulls off into the um, shoulder, like mm-hmm. passing everybody like a jerk. And he's like, I'm going to make it. And then he gets pulled over for speeding, which mm-hmm. I don't think he was speeding, but he was driving at the shoulder. Yeah. And he gets pulled over and, you know, license and registration. And he's like, he I'm sorry, ticket. officer. I'm in a hurry. My son's karate thing. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize my job would be inconveniencing a member of the public. Get out of the car. Let's do the field sobriety test. Like, Right, right. It's a whole Chinese inspection to be like, oh, you're in a hurry? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, mister. Right, Let right. me flex my authority. So he ends up being very late. Uh, we do flash to the karate thing. Yes, the and, karate thing. And that's where we're introduced to the kind of fourth main character of the, the five, I guess, that are going to be regular in this. Right, the smarmy next-door neighbor 
Ted. Ted. He's played by Phil Hartman. Played oh. perfectly by Phil Hartman. I I looked at you and I was like, this, this is Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. not Colbert. Yes. Not the host of the sh- the the late night show. Yes, yes. But the the host of the Colbert Report. Mm-hmm. Rapport. Yes. Um, like that smarmy, like wholesome, but like really kind of skeezy and awkward, <laughs> and like there's something wrong here, and you can't quite put your finger on it. He does it so well. Stephen, you owe his estate some checks. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If you're listening, and if you care. But also, it might have just been an honest tribute to the character that Stephen got stuck in for 20 years. Right, right. And here we are. Um, but it's it's fantastic. He does a great job. Right. And so um, he is videotaping the um, karate like demonstration. Right. It's a, like a promotion is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But of course it happens at Christmas time, because everything happens at Christmas time. Yeah. Because like... December isn't full enough that I have to go to, like, a fucking karate debut. Band concert, play, choral concert. Right, right. Fundraisers selling wreaths and wrapping paper. (laughs) It's, like, just all the fucking things. The church thing, the school thing, the scouts thing, the... Right, right. December is a lot. Then the family thing and the other family thing and the grand family thing and the other grand family thing and the other other grand family right, thing. Right, like I'm already tired. I'm just exhausted. Just just give me more wine. I'm going to need a lot to get through this whole ordeal. Um and while Phil Harmon's videotaping like all these ladies around him are like, "Hey, could you come over and like Look at my, like, you know, my gate. It's, like, sticking a little bit. And, like, oh, thanks so much for, uh, you know, looking at my garage door. Here's some cookies, you know. And our oldest were, like, is he, like, a handyman? Like, why wouldn't they call a professional? And I was, like, well. And he was, like, oh, I, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so, in this one, apparently uh, Phil is a single guy. Yes, he is single. Uh, we don't get the full story on why that is. <laughs> I know his he he and his wife split up, and he has a son. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I guess did they say they split up? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because there was a conversation that uh, Jake. So they're next neighbors. Uh, Jake's name is Jamie. Yeah. Show, Jamie, and then uh, Jamie's next door neighbor Johnny. Yeah. His Ted's son. Right. And they had a conversation, and he's like, "My dad's never around. Your dad's so cool and like into the Christmas shit." And, like, that's awesome. And he's like, oh, he was never into the Christmas shit until he and my mom split up. Like, maybe your parents should get a divorce. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but as Ted is on the uh, on on the market, shall we say, and there's a number of ladies around who are willing to, uh, to punch that ticket, shall we say. Uh, yes. But also, I mean, honestly, you know, a guy that's involved in his kid's life. Right, seems okay. Seems all right-ish, has his shit together. Right. Does he own his house? Like, is he paying his alimony? Like, does he have a video camera in 1996? Like, that's a flex. Right, right. It's like having the latest and greatest, like, iPhone every year. Mm-hmm. Even more so because, you know, they're yeah. weird. Yeah, it was, it was a big uh, investment. So, the whole thing goes, and uh, and Jamie, the kid, gets promoted mm-hmm. to a to purple the next, belt. Next belt level. 
I was always confused by the belt sequence in karate. It seems like they're just Start making with shit yellow, up. and then you end with black. But other than that, it doesn't it's matter. like there's browns and greens and purples <laughs> and like red, and then mm-hmm. there's a blue know. in there. I don't know. I don't know. And then there's like tips that you can get. I don't know. It just it seems like a lot of work of just like moving up the chain. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, what do you get for that? I you mean, get a black belt in karate. And. I mean, like, do you put that on your college application? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But um, when Jamie gets promoted, he looks up in the stands, looks behind him at the door. His dad's not there. And he's like, <sighs> disappointed face. Right. Sadness. So sad. Yeah. And Howard eventually does come running into the gym. And it's too late. They're cleaning up the place. Right. It's empty. Yeah. But there's like a shit ton of paper on the floor. Right, and like, like, just like, like debris. Like, they had a fucking rager after this karate. Like, what is that janitor thinking? Like, fucking karate kids always coming in here making a mess out of my... Yeah. No, it's just... Why would you do that? Like, they're very clear, like, streamers on the floor. Yeah. Like, they just left. I've never had an event that we've decorated for that we've left in such a state. <laughs> and I count that as a priest of honor. It's true. You're very responsible. So, um, uh, Howard heads home. Mm-hmm. He rolls up, and Ted is putting Christmas lights on his house, and he's like, right. "Fucking Ted!" Like, he's like, "Hey, are, why are you on my roof?" And he was like, "Oh, I had some extra Christmas lights, and I thought, like, and since you didn't put any up, I thought I would spread Christmas cheer." And he's like, "Did did did someone say you could put Christmas lights on my roof?" Like, yeah, your wife said it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Liz. She said, "Sure, why not?" So. Also, some timeline thing here. So, Arnie stayed late at work. He's driving to the karate thing, and it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Gets pulled over while it's dark. He goes to the karate thing and then drives home. So, let's call that an hour from yeah, the time yeah. he got pulled over to the time it's he's back like home. It's probably 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just got dark at 6.30 today. So, still, I'm not going to be on the roof an hour past an hour past dark. dark. It doesn't matter what time it is. I don't care what time it is of the day. I mean, Ted is very committed to Christmas spirit. Ted is putting, like, video devices in windowsills. Yes. Possibly, probably also that. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's putting a lot of effort in here. And it seems like he doesn't need to put that much effort in that he could, like, you know, pick some of the lower hanging fruit. Let's Indeed. Say. Indeed. But he he's going, going for it. So Arnold goes inside. He sees Jamie and he's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And he's getting a full on silent treatment. And honestly, mom is just like arms crossed in the kitchen. Look at him like you deserve everything you're fucking getting right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. I'm not I'm not going to come to your defense. Like, right. You know, I gave you every fucking opportunity not to fuck this up. Right. And so, here we are. Yeah. You're, you're going to have some consequences. And so um, Jamie ends up running up to his room. Arnold chases him and is mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, we need to talk. Like, I'm really sorry. I promise whatever you want for Christmas, I'll get it for you. You know you need something. He's like, I wrote my letters to Santa. Santa knows he's going to bring it. He's like, yeah, but let's say, like, Santa's really busy. Right. He sometimes asks mom and dads for help. So could you give us a heads up? And maybe I could help you out. And he's like, fine. This is what I want. And it's a, a Turbo Man doll. And it's got 
you know, certain it, features. It's and got, like, lasers and a voice box, and it, like, shoots things, and, you know, it's got all the, all the features. All the features. And Arnold's like, yeah, yeah, that. I'll get you that. Sounds great. Seems great. I love you. You have my word. I promise you. I'll get you a thing. We'll do it. Big hug, smiles all He's around. Like, oh, thanks. And then we have the husband and wife talking in the bedroom scene. Yes. Uh, where the wife's like, hey, you did get that Turbo Man doll, right? He's like, yeah, of course. The Turbo Man with the voice changer and the thing and the... Yeah, she's like, the one I asked you to get like a month, month and, and a half, half ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That one. I got it. Uh, totally. Absolutely. She's like, good. Because, you know, it'd be impossible to get now. Apparently, they're all sold out. And she turns the lights out, and there's just, like, lights across Arnold's eyes, wide open, like, And he's Fuck. like, oh, shit. <sighs> yeah. Because, like, clearly that was a lie. And he did not get it, even mm-hmm. though she asked him to and reminded him. Yeah. Already. They they will find out. Eventually. Eventually. They're going to figure it out. Um, Next morning. The next morning is Christmas Eve. Right. It's Christmas Eve, ladies and gentlemen. It is Christmas Eve. The the day of. Like, here's the thing. If you are still shopping on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. you're screwed. I mean, not if you have set a real low bar and people expect, like, hot sauce and, like, some gas station beef jerky. Which I have gotten people before. <laughs> and I have been gotten. So, that's fine. Like I still love you. card and some beef jerky. And I can't with this right now. Like, honestly, <laughs> what the fuck is these expectations? Um, but no, he he's getting ready to sneak out the house and lives like, hey, where the fuck are you going? Like, it's Christmas Eve. Like, mm-hmm. sit down. Let's do it. He's like, I got to run to the office. I got to go to the office. And she's, she's like, like, what would you need to go to the office for? Yeah. Like, no, you don't need to go to the office. Office is dead on Christmas Eve. Like, you're closed. He's like, I accidentally left the D-O-L-L at the office. And she's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay, I got where we're going with this. Right. I'll see you in a bit then. Should be a quick in and out, 10 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, got it. Nobody's on the road. Should be fine. Yeah. And so the son's like, hey, dad, yeah, you're going to be back in time to go to the parade, right? We go every year. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you didn't go last year or the year before that. Or the year before that. It's just been me and mom. But, like, we go every year. So so. it's tradition. It's tradition. Who has a fucking parade on Christmas Eve? Apparently Minneapolis-St. Paul. Yeah, where this is filmed. I guess. But... Christmas Eve. It's real tight. Yeah. I mean, there's a a Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, Macy's. Famously. I don't... And then... There is a Christmas parade. Uh, But I think it's in, like, New York. Maybe I think that's Macy's is in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like the Rose Bowl parade, but that's like New Year's. New Year's. I don't know. Maybe there's a Christmas parade, but it's like a local parade. It's a weird little local local winter festival winter parade. Yeah, for the winter, holiday seasons. Winter parades are a whole thing. It yeah. is real fucking cold. Yeah, who the fuck wants to do that? July 4th parades, the other way, it's super hot. It's who also, wants to do that? It's also terrible. Parades are terrible. Parades hot are take. awful. <laughs> I think Nobody maybe... Nobody likes a parade. I think Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is your, your sweet spot of parade season where it's not too hot, it's not too cold, like... Is it not too cold yet in New York in late November? It's all right. It's all right. 
You can you can bundle if you need to, but some days you got a really nice day. Okay. It's like Ohio. You know, like sometimes Thanksgiving, you're like, oh, it's like 60 degrees and sunny. Like, let's really? roll. Yeah. Okay. It can happen. It can happen. You, you Chicagoans and you're like, winter starts November Wait. 1st. No, it starts fucking September 3rd. <laughs> like, like, it's all downhill from here. Absolutely. It's Labor Day and like the next day, it's like, wear my fucking hoodies. Yep. But anyway, um, so Howard's going around and he's going to go to a store. Mm-hmm. There's a crowd of people. I'll just go to this store and they'll have it and it'll be fine. Also, there are a crowd of people in front of this store on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. that is open on Christmas Eve trying to get in to buy a toy. Yes. And this is where he meets Sinbad. Sinbad, who is a postal carrier. Mm Mm-hmm. He is, uh, yeah, he is. And he's crazy. Yeah. He's seen some shit. He's he's been walking around on his own a lot, built a lot of angst about the system and the people that fuel it and how bullshit it is that he's got to be out here trying to buy a present for his kid because somebody showed an advertisement, you know, and my kid just wants this one thing and he can't get it and everybody's telling it and some dude's making money and it's all that. And I just want to grab him and I want to choke him. And at this point he starts choking some random lady mm-hmm. and they're like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, sorry, man. And just lets her go. And like, that's all. Right, right. There's like no comeuppance in this movie. He just assaulted the rule Orvin. of law is like not a thing. <laughs> well, all's fair in trying to get a toy for your kid. All is fair. So, um, uh, the store opens and there's a mad rush into it, and all of the Turbo Man dolls are, of course, gone. Right, right. Before they even got there, the Turbo Man dolls are gone. Yeah, they ran over some poor minimum wage worker, like literally stomping on his face, trying to get in. He's probably permanently damaged from that experience, if not traumatized. Right, right. Uh, and they get to the spot where the Turbo Man's supposed to do, and V, and Arnold grabs an associate and is like, Where's your Turbo Man's? And that associate, it's Chris Parnell. It's Chris Parnell. And I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Only he's like distractingly so young. young in this movie. So young. I feel he was like maybe 25 this, tops. This is a high SNL uh, cast movie. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, Parnell, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sinbad was ever a no, member. No, I don't think Sinbad. I think though. he maybe did some guests, but yeah, hosting or some guests, but I don't think he was ever a member. Who else is in? Or Hartman. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Yeah. There was a couple other people where I was like, oh, okay. I recognize them. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but anyway, Chris Parnell just lays into Arnold's like, yeah, uh, good luck. You, right. You should have gotten that a month ago. Like, you're what, a lousy father. What's wrong with you? Yeah. And so... Um, Arnold just basically grabs him and this other smarmy associate and picks them up both single-handedly together yeah. to Arnold's height and is like, tell me where they are. You've got to know one. And Parnell's like, um, some lady just picked our last one up out of layaway. I saw her get in a car. She's wearing a fur coat. This is all the information they have. There are hundreds of people running around. Right, it's like, sounds good, that's great. That's great. Thanks for your information. So as Arnold tries to take off, he gets checked across the table by Sinbad. Yes. And then Sinbad runs away, so he grabs some kid's remote control car and throws it under Sinbad's feet, who then steps on it and, like, does a back plant. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, ha ha, gotcha back. And then runs over out the store and finds the lady with the fur coat driving away. Or a lady with a, a fur coat. A lady with coat. a fur coat. But he does see the Turbo Man in the back window and tries to chase her down. Um, and she rightfully looks at her rear view mirror, sees Arnold Schwarzenegger and goes, nope. And floors it to get out of there. Because. Uh, yeah, no, would you stop? Would you stop? Like, at a person who was, like, waving and being crazy? Now, recognizing Arnold Schwarzenegger as I would recognize Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'd be like, I'm intrigued. You're like, interesting. Interesting. But uh, someone the size and shape of Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I have no (laughs) filter for. Who you have no recollection of, yeah. No, no, I'm out. I'd be like, maybe I have a flat tire. But I was like, "Mm, I don't feel like I have a flat tire. Like, If I do, I'm going to go somewhere well lit and away from this guy and check myself. Thank you very much. Possibly a gas station or a service station where they could fix it as well. Yes. Um, But she gets away. And so then there's a montage of him going to different toy stores. Yeah, like calling Yellow Pages... Like, like neon traveling. signs overlaid with his face, like going by, like, right, like it's, road trip, road trip nostalgia. Uh, you know, like the fear and loathing of Las Vegas, kind of right, which I've never seen, but you know, okay. Sure. I mean, how do you like Hunter S. Thompson? Uh, do you like your misogyny somewhat pithy? I mean, and drug addled if. I guess if my choice is, like, just straight misogyny or, like, pithy drug-addled misogyny, then sure. <laughs> I mean, if you gotta pick. If you have to choose. Anyway. Um, and at the end, he kind of ends up getting, seeing a Turbo Man sign that he punches that folds down and then comes back and hits him. And then he just rips to shreds. Again, kind of... So much destruction of property. Yeah, kind of a criminal offense there. Yeah. Should at least be, you know... Committed. You're like, hey, you need you need to leave. You need to leave this premises. Mm-hmm. And so we flash flashback to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ted and Liz are hanging out right. together. Right. She, he was like, well, since you know your husband is busy, like the kids can play together, and I can help you, like make cookies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's he's like, listen, you seem stressed. Why don't you go upstairs, take a nice long shower by yourself. And I'll handle the boys. And he, like, kind of unfastens her apron and then reaches around her to untie it in, like, this long, lingering, awkward hug mm-hmm. thing and pulls it off and then ties it around his own waist. Like, I got this. But, like, ties it with the waist, like, not with the upper apron part, just the waist down apron part, which, you know, I don't know how that transitioned. Sure. Why not? That is like backwards or inside out on him. I don't know. It's like it's, a double. It's like a double sided apron. I guess. Kudos to the wardrobe team, whoever they were. <laughs> and um, Howard calls home, and Ted answers. He's like, "The fuck are you doing in my house? Like this right. is." And he's like, "Well, you abandoned your family, so like I'm here being neighborly and shit." Yeah. And all in this, like, real passive-aggressive, but yet very aggressive right. way of saying, like, I'm moving in on your turf. Come at me, bro. Right. And there was definitely, a, I think, one of these times, one of our kids were like, I don't like Ted. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you're supposed to. You're not supposed to. Um, and Arnold's like, get out of my house. Stop eating my cookies. Leave my wife wife alone. Like, Right. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'll kick your ass. 
Um, not in the so many words, but right, right, right. There's there's a little little bit there. And he's like, "Okay, I'll leave her the message. Bye." Yep. And so, um, Arnold gets off the payphone again. Something we have to explain to our kids in this movie. Walks over and sees Sinbad. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, man, it's us. I guess this is like Fader shit. Like, we should yeah. team up." And Arnold's like, "Yeah, I don't know if we should team up. Exactly. Seems, no, I'm gonna pass." And Sinbad's like, "Oh, I see how it is. This is straight up fucking racism." And Arnold's like, "No, it's not racism. We just hate all people. Like, right, right. It's not. It's not that." It's also, a, you're kind of a terrible human. Like, right. You seem a little unhinged, and I don't feel like I should, you know, engage. Yeah, hitch my cart to that horse right now. Um, and so they hear a rumor while they're declining that there's a possibility of some um dolls across town, and so they both jump in their vehicles, Sinbad into the mail truck that apparently he's allowed to drive as a personal vehicle. Yes, I have questions. <laughs> It's also Christmas Eve. It's also Christmas Eve. They don't deliver mail on Christmas Eve. Right, It's right. a federal fucking holiday. Sure. Why is he still dressed in the full postman regalia with the satchel of mail? Of mail. Maybe, like, he went out on the 23rd. He's just, he's just he's not just coming home yet? he's just still out. Like. <laughs> Maybe. I don't I know. Guess. I have And concerns. he's like, I worked extra. It's time I'm and a half. Best. I don't know. Double time and a half because it's a holiday. Double time and a half because it's a holiday. Nah, I don't know what his deal is. But anyway, they take off. Sinbad gets going. Arnold has to back up and he backs up into a motorcycle? Yes, into a motorcycle. And it's the same cop that pulled him over last night. Oh, this cop. It's a real small town. It is a small town. Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time, like, cops pulled over my dad? In West Virginia? In West Virginia. And my dad took the opportunity to introduce his family to his former classmate. <laughs> Did he still get a ticket? Uh, actually, no. He pulled him over just because he recognized dad and was like, oh, is that son of a gun? And so he wasn't even speeding? Well, actually, it gets more complicated. Well, he kind of was. <laughs> no, dad was fine. But there was some other business that the cop was working on for the family, with the family, against the... It's complicated. There were some issues. Yes. Um, Yes. And so there was an update that he needed to give my dad and just happened to see him and was like, oh, right, there he is. Sure, the the easiest way to talk to this man is to pull (laughs) him over. Flips the lights, pulls him over. Dad was like, what is going... Oh, (laughs) it's so-and-so. Right, just a little... Yeah, this is my wife, my kids. I'm like, hi. I was like maybe (laughs) nine, ten at the time. You're like, this is weird. Maybe twelve. Maybe about twelve. This is weird. Yeah, it was it was definitely an odd minute. Um, but and then you know we found some stuff out that we probably didn't need to know at that age. But sure, whatever. Whatever. It was coming out anyway. Um, but they go to the mall. And it is a 1996 mall, meaning it's not deserted. No, it might be the Mall of America. All the all the storefronts are full. Hmm. Uh, when was the Mall of America started? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, but it's definitely a Minneapolis St. Paul mall. Hmm. Um, Minneapolis St. Paul also has like an interior set of like walkways. They have so many catwalks, catwalks and, and stuff, like connector 
things. So there were a lot of indoor mall-ish spaces that were malls, effectively. Yeah. Um, kind of like the first like eight floors of a building would be a mall, and then above that would be offices. But um, have you seen Mighty Ducks? Yes. Um. Anyway, they're in this mall. And there's a ton of people there. They all have Christmas shopping bags. Um, it really looks like they're trying really hard to make this set look like it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. But also, maybe they just filmed it the year before at Christmas at this mall. Right, right, right. Also, like, it, Minneapolis St. Paul, they have snow. And so, like... Yeah, an indoor mall makes some damn good sense. Right. So, it's it's busy. Everything's going on. They get to the toy store... And um, the manager is trying to organize the chaos. Yes. Which is a press. And he's got like this little Fisher Price radio around his neck and he's talking into a microphone that's amplifying his voice. He's like, right. listen. But it's like a, a, like a little kid karaoke machine. Yeah, it's <laughs> he's adorable. And he's like, listen, here's the deal. We've only got a select number. Um, so we're going to pass out these bouncy balls that have numbers on them. And then we'll draw lotto style. If you win... You win. If you lose, tough nuggets. See you later. By the way, the price of each doll has gone up double. Right. Line forms to the left for the balls, and then there's just a scrum to try to get the little bouncy balls. There's a lot of ball talk on this. Right, right. Um, The poor little minimum wage schleps who are trying Mm -hmm. to give out the balls, get fed up, and just throw them into the air. Yes. And then there's a full-on scrum. Right. For it these is, bouncy balls. It is just, yeah, it descends into real chaos. Yeah. Um, just a riot. And Arnold ends up getting a ball when Sinbad, like, falls on his back. Mm-hmm. And um, then tries to wrestle it away from him. Right. Didn't he also, like, punch a, like, little kid? Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of shit going to, on. To uh, get his ball. Because everyone's trying to collect more than one ball. Because if you had, like... Three numbers, like, triples your chances. Right, exactly. And so Sinbad gets face, maces Arnold in the face to get his ball and runs off. And then Arnold goes, that guy's got two. Mailman's got two. And so everybody runs over to him to try to tackle him and get his second ball, mm-hmm. which causes him to drop it, which then bounces through the mall. And Arnold has to chase it. After just getting maced, which did not slow him down around a lot. This is, he's, because he's not human. I was going to say, Acting tip, if you want to pretend to be human, we have reactions that last more than 15 <laughs> seconds to chemical irritants. Like, right. you should be all puffy and miserable. Right, but if you're a robot... You're 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 not selling it, buddy. Right. So, um, um, they chase it through, and eventually the ball ends up in a kid's lap in a stroller. Oh, yes, this is the toddler. The toddler. Um, the toddler is, I mean, not the best of 1996 hairstyles, I'm going to say. I mean, it's fine. Definitely a mushroom top kind of look. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. It's kind of puffy. But um, Arnold is able to identify this as a female type toddler, I guess. I was like, I, mm. uh, but has to chase them all through this playground and everything. And they end up at the ball pit and the kids mm-hmm. got the ball and Arnold's like, I'll trade you this red ball that he picks out of the ball pit. And they're like, he, he's the kid's like, like no. no. Or they're like, no. And puts the ball in it her is, mouth. In her, oh, in her mouth. Okay. And goes to like do something. And Arnold grabs her by the cheeks real quick. And at that moment gets whacked upside the head by a mom purse. Mm-hmm. 
and gets called a pervert that he's stalking his kid because he's stalking this kid. And all the moms start hitting him. And my favorite moment, there's like a freeze frame in there where Arnold looks back and he's kind of got the face like, ow, that actually fucking hurt. Like, right, right. Somebody actually hit him with a purse because there's like eight ladies like wailing on him. Like maybe he got a buckle or something and uh, he has to run away. And did he get the ball? No, he did <gasps> not. The ball's gone forever. Yeah, I imagine the kid swallowed it. It'll be out in a few days, but too yeah, late. You should not swallow. It was like a one and a half inch bouncy ball. Ugh. No, it was it was like it wasn't racquetball sized. It's it was like kind mix. of unswallowable. Then. Yeah, well, you can make a good effort. I'm just saying. Anyway, Arnold then goes around the corner and meets a Santa Claus. He's like, "Hey, hey." I got the hookup. I got a hookup, man. And the Santa Claus is? It's uh, John Belushi. Jim. Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. Not the one that's dead. Not the one that's dead. It's Jim Belushi. Um, James. James <laughs> Belushi. Um, and he's like, hey, I got a fucking hookup, man. You need a, you need a hit of that? He's like, yeah. So you need to drive me out to this place, secondary location. And I'll get you the cup. I'll get you the doll. I got one. And he's got like a Polaroid of his elf buddy holding today's newspaper and a doll. And he's like, that was, that was this morning. He's like, all right, fine. I got the money. Let's go let's do, do this. this. We're businessmen. Let's make a degree with it. An agreement. Um, so this is some sort of like weird Santa enclave. Yes. It is like a. For like feral Santa Clauses. Yes. So, it, it is very strange. Yeah. It's like a weird toy black market yes so all these santas have like gotten together to run a toy black market right which on the one hand great cover you would you would know what you need to get you would know your market and yes the people true. who are looking for this shit um uh, but also they're all still dressed like santa yeah at no at point elves and everything yeah at no point does anyone like change into their casual <laughs> also there's like a whole phone bank like manned by mrs clauses yes of it's people really calling weird. in um and so they bring him in and like yeah we're just doing this for the kids man just to make sure no kid doesn't get the toy they don't want we're here to help out the kids with all that and he's like by the way that's gonna be three hundred dollars he's like i thought it was for the kids and he's like i mean it is but there's no reason i can't also make money. Yeah. So he pays them 300 bucks, grabs a toy, and goes to open it. And they're like, what? No, don't, don't do that. And they open it. It's like Turbo Hombre. He's like, what? He's like, what? No, this isn't. This isn't what No, this I is want. totally a thing. This is the exact thing. And he pushes the button and it says like, yo soy Turbo Man. Es la de Turbo or something. You know, he's like. Right. It's the it's the, the the multilingual pack. It it's it's special edition and stuff. And then he like Arnold opens the box and the thing just shatters into a million pieces and he's like He's like some this, assembly required? Right. Of he's like I can't. This is not he's like, sorry, all sales final. Nah, am I getting your money back? And like the, the elves running away and as they're you know Well then Arnold like starts threatening uh Jim Belushi. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Guys, like, and so, like, he's surrounded in, like, some sort of, like, Santa cage match. Yeah, it is, like, a a Santa prison fight. Yes, exactly. It is, it is a Santa prison fight. And one of the Santas with no shirt, is but still the Santa pants and hat. And beard. And beard, but no shirt. He somehow, 
He somehow got... Well, he takes his jacket off. He takes his jacket off and he's not wearing any kind of undershirt. Yeah, which would just, be... Just, uh, just like, packs and... <laughs> like, I mean, I understand there probably is a market for that kind of Santa. There sure is, but... I mean, I don't... I, w- I would think he would not be part of this particular racket. I mean... Toys is toys. Toys is toys. Gotta make sure you don't send the wrong toy to the wrong person. No. I mean, one direction is definitely worse than the other, but like... Yes. If somebody gets a Turbo Man doll, they might be like, hmm, weird. Right. Not what I was hoping for. Turbo Man is a great uh, name for a vibrator, though. It would be. It's a great name. Is it? No. (laughs) I I know it on Lisa's list. Um, anyway, as they're fighting, though, uh, Arnold holds his own because, you know, he's right, Arnold. because he's Arnold. I have to say, that is the believable part of this, is like, Arnold in a fight. And you're like, okay. Yeah. yeah that he, seems he'd to be okay. okay. He, he'd do okay. But he's he's up against the big guy, and it's not looking great when the cops bust in. Yes, the cops bust in. Yeah, and it's a, it's a raid on whatever they're doing, on which their, is... On their black market toy... Uh, shenanigans. I'm not really sure what their business model is, so therefore I'm not really sure if it's legal or not. But right. like, let's say the cops have a it's point. It's like it's like the person selling like knockoff Louis Vuittons. Like I guess technically illegal. But like, but... also, who has a fucking raid on Christmas Eve? Right. And Arnold turns around and he sees in front of him like a bin of of toy badges, and they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" Because you're not dressed like Santa, so you don't belong here. And he turns around and he's like, listen, I'm so-and-so. I Like, flashes the badge real quick and like puts a bag. undercover. I'm undercover detective. They're like, yes, sir. Like, right. He's like, I've been working on this case for three fucking years. And you guys roll in here. Right. This is the sorriest, like, ass excuse I, for a raid I've ever seen. Like, do your fucking job and arrest some people. Like. And just storms out. But the commissioner is going to be livid. <laughs> and then he just, like, storms out and gets in his car and drives off. Because, you know, got to get the hell out of there. Right. And our kids were like, that was actually pretty smart. Like, mm-hmm. that was some that was some quick thinking. Like, yep. good, good job being, you know, a believable cis white straight man. Yeah. Well, and that was our daughter who says, well, when you're a white man, you can do whatever you want. And no one really asks you questions. And I was like, oh, damn it, you're not wrong. Yeah. I was like, it was self-defense. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but he gets in his car, which then runs out of gas in the middle of a bridge and he has to push it to the end. In the middle of a bridge. So dramatic, this over, car. And it would have been a bridge over the Mississippi, I believe. So, mm-hmm. like, that's going to be a good size bridge. I mean, the Mississippi in Minnesota it's not, it's like is the Ohio much here. smaller than the Mississippi in, like, Iowa. Or even St. Yeah, St. Louis, which right. is, you know, I guess a little souther. Mm-hmm. Is it souther? I don't know. I've had a lot to drink. I'm trying yeah. to remember what state St. Louis is in. St. Louis, St. Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri, but it's over, it's like the across the river from Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So it's souther. Um, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, what's below Missouri? Is that? I don't know. It's been a long time and a few drinks since I've had geography. <laughs> so I just it's know true. it gets bigger as it goes south. Yes, yes. But the Mississippi maybe River in Minnesota. <laughs> Is not huge. No, no. But still, I wouldn't want to break down on it. 
Um, back at the house, we meet Ted with his reindeer. Yeah, so Ted got an actual reindeer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're playing with it. And is it, isn't this when he comes back? No, uh, when he had been driving out before, we first met the reindeer, but like we're catching okay. up with the reindeer. Okay, catching up with the reindeer. And the reindeer does not like Arnold. No, no, no. But it's special for, for Bobby mm-hmm. or Jimmy or Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, that's his name. Um, right, and Ted is being like extra smarmy of like, well, I just feel like you should do whatever you can to make the holidays magical for your children because like, yeah, if you don't if you don't have that, what do you have? Yeah, and then um, Jamie gets mad at some point because I think uh, Jimmy is saying some bad stuff about his dad and how his, you know, Ted's way cooler than his dad because Ted's you know fucking here, right. And uh, so Jamie takes off and like goes in the room just or in the house just as the phone rings, mm-hmm. an actual physical in the house phone. My kids are intrigued yes. by the concept. Yes, and he picks up the phone and it's his dad. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna be home right for the parade that you promised you do?" And he's like, "Yeah, and you're also gonna get me that doll you promised." And Arnold's like, "Yeah, of course, I promise. I don't go back on my promise. Yeah, because Turbo Man absolutely says you should never go back on your promise. You keep your promises, and you'll keep your friends." He says, "He's like, listen, I'm not taking any fucking advice from a doll. Like, don't talk to me about Turbo Man right now. That guy's, a, mm, which I understand the parental aggression, right? But like, who tamping mm, it down? Yeah, and Jamie's like, well, fuck you." Like, you never keep your promises anyway, so, like, I'm not expecting much from you, but, like, just this one time, Dad, just this one time, be I wa- okay. I want you to be there. He's like, and, you know, Turbo Man has never, never let me down, and all you ever do is let me down. And he, like, slams the phone down and runs up to his room, and, like, turns out Mom was in the doorway and was like, well, damn it, Howard, like, she knows. Right, right. She knew what just happened. She's like, well. <sighs> I got to deal with this shit now. Like, you just break my kid's heart, and then I got to put it back together. Right now, I got to manage this this guy's emotions. Mm-hmm. So, Howard ends up, like, rolling into a diner, and is just, like, getting a cup of coffee. Right, going to drown his sorrows in very cheap coffee instead of either going home and or finding the stall. He's, like, he's got to regroup. Yeah, he's got to, yeah, this is the regroup moment, when, of course, he runs into Sinbad. He runs into Sinbad. Of all the, the coffee man. shops in all the world. The man is how to walk into his and Sinbad's like hey might I be join you and Howard's like uh yeah do mine don't please Please don't but also like I don't own this diner so you're a free man and so Sinbad rolls up and is like peace offering and he puts a glug or two of whiskey in his own coffee and then offers it to Arnold and puts like two solid glugs and literally Arnold just looks at and is like alright I'm here here for the glugs of whiskey appreciate it and so they start talking, and it turns out Sinbad has some deep-seated childhood trauma about not getting the toy he wanted and wants to make sure his son... Right, he never forgave his, his father for, for getting, not getting the toy he wanted for Christmas when he was 10. Yeah, because the next-door neighbor got the toy he wanted, and guess what? That kid's a billionaire now. And I'm like... You're like, causation yeah. and uh, correlation are not the same thing. I will say, the correlation between I can get you any toy you want for Christmas and I have enough money to fund your schemes until something ticks off and you're a billionaire. Right. There's some correlation in right. those. Right. We're like, oh, you know, you can pursue your dreams. Yeah. We have we have enough cushion. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> give it a try. The worst thing you can do is fail. I'm like, the worst thing you can do is fail and be homeless and die in the streets. 
Because that's the future I can provide. <laughs> You're welcome. Kids. Try not to fail. Go right. safe. Right. Accounting sounds great. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and so they're kind of leveling about it. And um, my favorite part, though, is like Sinbad is giving this obvious like American reference of like this toy that was like cowboy toy or something that was popular or spy toy or army toy or something. It was an army toy. Uh-huh. It was popular back when he was kid. He's like, you remember those? And Arnold looks at him with this like thick Austrian accents like, I, no, no, I don't, not, no. I don't remember. I'm like, yeah, you, you weren't on this continent. <laughs> like, <laughs> you remember communism. Like, that's what you remember getting for Christmas was like a solid reminder of the proletariat and where you belong. Interesting. It's true. He was Austrian. Like, they were... He talks about being communist when you or like life under communism. Yeah. Spoiler, not a fan. He didn't love it? No. It's too bad. No, nah, it is. Uh but anyway, um the radio's on in the background and it's the radio station's like, Hey, do you want to get a are you looking for the Turbo Man doll? It's the hottest toy of the whatever. Since since way back, you know, whatever stupid army doll that Sinbad wanted when he was a little kid. And he's like, all right, so call into the radio station and give me the name of Santa's reindeers. Right, his you, eight reindeer. And you can have this toy. And Arnold counts on his finger and Sinbad's trying to count. And he gets to like three and he shakes his head and he's back to three. And so Arnold runs to the phone booth, dials the number and it's like, he says, hey, you know, WQRS here. What's your answer? And he's like, dash your dancer, prancer. And then Simbag rips the phone out of the payphone. Out of the wall. Like, just rips the cord off the off the box and has the phone. And Arnold just comes out ready to kick his monkey ass. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and is like, got him on the table and ready to fight. And Simmons got the phone. He's like, no, one, one, nine, one, one, which he just ripped out of the thing. So that's right, not so working. It's not going to work. And the guy behind the counter, the, you know, the guy working the, the diner is just like, Hey guys, radio station's like two blocks that way. Just, just run down and talk to him, which is guy behind the counter for, can get you the fuck out get the fuck out of here before yeah, you kill diner. each other? Like, don't kill yourselves in my diner. That's paperwork. Like right, go somewhere else. I'll be a witness and be like, yeah, they started fighting here and then they left. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> I could fix a payphone, but yeah. can I handle the press of, like, murder? Yeah, nobody diner. wants to be the diner that those guys kill each other in. Right. So they take off, and they go to the pay. They go to the radio station. There's, like, a comic fight, like, chase race thing, mm-hmm. where, like, Sinbad's throwing packages out of his bag and trying to... Right, like, fully, like, Mario Kart shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> at one point throws a package like and it hits uh, Arnold in the back of the head and Arnold is like running and he's going he's like dash or dance or whatever blah 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 blah, blah. I could do this all day can you, do you not I'm, know can you do all eight uh, probably Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen good job I can I'll do the dwarves no uh, sleepy happy doby grumpy something bashful duck sleepy happy grumpy doby Bashful Doc. Sneezy. Sneezy. Sneezy Bashful Doc. Yeah. I was like, who did you leave out? Yeah. Anyway, good. 
Yay, go us. I mean, you know, sure. Trivial, useless knowledge. Anyway, but, but he, and he was like, "I'm having fun. I could do this all day. I could run and recite the." Uh, True story. I do Ranger. believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger is in better shape than Sinbad. <laughs> and Sinbad's like dying and like throwing shit at Arnold. And Arnold's like, I'm having so much fun. He does like legit hit Arnold in the back of the head with a box at one point, And I'm not sure that was scripted because again, <laughs> Arnold's just like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, this is my life? Okay. All right, whatever. This is the movie I signed up for. It's better than another thing with DeVito. Um... <laughs> No, DeVito's a joy. From, yeah, from all accounts, he is a delightful human. He is. Um, he looks crazy. But anyway, they get to the radio station and people are calling in and they're like, uh, Michael, Tito, Jermaine. I'm like, that's the fucking Jackson 5. What? Just get off like, of- did, no, did nobody pay any attention? Like, no. And so Arnold's running in. He's like, I know the answer. And like the DJ's like, uh, not sure where this is going. So Arnold walks around and literally kicks the door open and the glass shatters. Glass shatters. So he gets on like the big red phone. He's like, there is a, a madman in my studio. Which seems like a legit call. Right. And then he's like, I know the answer. It's this, 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 you know, dash and answer, prince, prince, John, John, fix it. Yeah. And, um, and he's like, I can't, I don't. He's like, that's not how that works. You have to call. Like, you have to call. Also, do you think I have the doll here? Oh, no. He doesn't say that because then Sinbad gets in and right. he's like, hey, you Ar- got the doll? Ar- I want the doll. Arnold's like, you're too late. I won. And he's like, no, none of you won. <laughs> also, then Sinbad pulls in his bag. He's like, listen, this is a bomb. I got a bomb. It's a homemade explosive device. Uh, I'm going to blow this whole place up if I don't get that doll. And he's like, what? And he's like, I'm a mailman. You don't. You, don't you read the news? There's like hundreds of these things going through the mail every day. Right. I just saved one in case I needed it. In case I needed it. So like, y'all back up or I'm going to open this shit up and like, we're going to see what happens. And so that's when the DJ is like, um, I don't I actually have, have a doll, doll here. I have a gift certificate for a doll. So like. Right. You'll get it whenever it comes in. You can have that, I guess. But it won't come in in time for Christmas. So, like, you guys are screwed. Like, there's no way. And so Sinbad gets mad, ends up throwing the, the bomb package, and Arnold catches it, and it starts playing music because it's just a music box. It's like, you fucker. Like, it wasn't even a real thing. So Sinbad runs out. Right. Pursued by Terminator. Yes. Exit pursued by Arnold. Mm-hmm. It's a Shakespearean quote. Sure. It was Exit Pursued by Bear, which is, I think, one of my favorite. Exit Pursued by Bear. Yes. Where's uh, that from? I forget which one it is, but it's in there. It's a great it's a great stage instruction. Yes. But Sinbad comes around the corner into the um, lobby, and there's just all these cops, because the guy I called, the, the DJ called the cops. Right, and like, did you call the cops? And he's like, I mean, look at you. Of course I called the cops. Like, they have, yes. You guys are... Being real wild. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Sinbad's pinned by these cops, and I was like, yeah, not that way. Goes to go down the stairs, opens the doors to the stairs, and guess who's there? It's our cop friend again. Cops. Yes. It's the cop. The, the cop. The cop. That he had backed into earlier, that he had um, been pulled over. Yeah, same cop. And he's like, oh, it's you again. So that cop walks him over to where Sinbad is. And Sinbad reaches in his bag and is like, hey, I got a bomb. 
right. It's an explicit advice. Like, don't mess with me. You gotta let me go, and you guys can have this. And, um, so they kind of puts on the floor and backs out of the room. Gets on the Doesn't elevator. He, run goes, away? Yeah, he, he gets away. on the elevator and goes down. Uh, and then the cop that had Arnold looks at it and goes, guys, I was in the bomb squad for 10 years. And he takes a deep sniff of it. He's like, this isn't a bomb. And Arnold, like, sees his chance and starts kind of easing out of the room while people are looking at it and starts running down the steps. And then the cop opens the bomb while, or the box while the two of them are running away from mm-hmm. the building. And it actually explodes. It right, you see bomb. a big explosion from a window. And everybody's like, Sinbad's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit, that was actually a bomb? And Arnold's like, oh, fuck, that was actually a bomb. Right, and Sinbad's like, humanity is fucked. Like... What is wrong with people? What is wrong with you people? And then runs off. And it does do a cut to the inside where, um, you know, it was just that your your face is smudged with soot and your... Right, and your hair is orthogonal in all directions to your head, but in other, otherwise you're completely fine. Yeah, everybody's okay. Not a scratch on you. Which they needed to do, like, I, I get. Like, it's a kid's movie, nobody dies, they just well, get ouchies. So my kids were like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, did all of those people just die? This got real dark. <laughs> yeah, that took a turn. Um, while they're in there, someone completely stripped Arnold's car. Like, mm-hmm. all the doors and glass, all the, like, the hood is open or gone, and there's no engine. The wheels are all gone. Yeah. Like, it's just a frame. Interesting. Yeah, because that happens in many. It's a rough town, Minneapolis. I guess so. Paul. I mean, how long was he gone? I don't know. Like, how long does it take to get an engine out of a car? I mean, if you're not particularly I feel, I, careful. I feel like it would take a minute. Yeah, I mean, a minute or so. If and you're then not... you have to take the engine somewhere. Yeah. It's way easier to steal the car. And then... Because the engine has wheels, and you can move the engine wherever you want. This is true. You're not wrong. Just steal the car! Yeah, usually if you find a completely stripped husk of a car, it's because they took it somewhere, stripped it, and then just, like, dumped it in the river or something. Like, right. Or on a back alley somewhere. But they did spray Merry Christmas on his windshield, which, by the way, is a very valuable part of the car that you would take. Yes, the windshield. As long as it wasn't cracked. Yeah. You just cut it out because, you know, people crack windshields and... Right, you, put, you pop that shit in and out all the time. Yep. Anyway, so he gets a ride... Arnold gets a ride home on the tow truck um, that drops him in his front yard. And he's walking up. And he sees Ted putting the star on his tree. Well, at least starting to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see Ted and Liz. Liz is his wife. I don't know if we said her name before. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't put the star on the tree. Like, that's... Uh, that's my husband's job, and he's very adamant about... It's a bridge too far. Right, like, about it being, you know, his job. And he's like, well, it's really too bad. He's not adamant about spending time with you and your son. On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. And she was like, "Ooh, I I need you to go. <laughs> that was... Listen, I saw where this was going, but mm-hmm. we've gotten there. And no. Right, yeah. And so, and they're like, oh, carolers! Or whatever. Yeah. And so that diffuses that. Meanwhile, Arnold sees that and gets the idea because he remembers Ted saying, I've got a Turbo Man under my tree. And he's like... Right, right. I ordered it three months ago and it's safe and sound tucked mm-hmm. under my tree. And so he sneaks into Ted's house, grabs the box from under the tree. He opens the door with a credit card. Yeah, our kids are very fascinated And our kids that. were like, you can open a door with a credit card? And I was like, not really. And they're like, in the 90s, were credit cards stronger and locks? Like crappier and i was like no you could never really open a door with a credit card 
unless it was like just you know a crappy like interior lock you might be able yeah. to pop with a credit card but not like an outdoor lock i wanted to teach him how to shim a lock yes it's a valuable skill yes it is Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not, that's not what uh, he did. He used a credit card. He just sticks the credit card in the door and jiggles it, and it pops open. And it pops right. And he's got a door deadbolt on there that wasn't involved. <laughs> so I don't know what the plan was. Right. But anyway, um, um, he goes in and he steals this thing, and he's walking out the back door, and he suddenly has a moment of like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Right. I'm stealing from a child. Like. Ted's an asshole. A child with an asshole father, but a child nonetheless. Yeah. Like. And as he's kind of parsing that out, he looks over and there's the reindeer in the backyard who charges him. Into the house. Yeah. And he's got to run through the house pursued by reindeer. Right. Because it's funny. Yeah. And the reindeer knocks over statues in the Christmas tree, knocks one statue's head off, which rolls into the fireplace. Which is going even though nobody is home. Yeah. Danger, like, seems like a bad plan. Right, why would you light a fire and then be like, oh, I need to go mac on my neighbor? Like, no. I mean, we've all done it. You put the bucket of water on the fire and then you go mac on It seems like it's like one of those natural gas logs, so, like, you turn it off. You turn it off. And then go go mac. Right. Uh, But that... Safety first, people. Yeah. Um, Yeah, keep it safe. Keep it safe. It's an important lesson for all lacks of life. It's true. But the the head rolls out of the fireplace and Arnold ends up kicking it onto the yard in front of the carolers. Right. So there's a flaming head statue. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you notice? What is that statue made of? Uh, Probably like that cheap, crappy plastic. Okay. Because I was like, it's burning. I was like, stone mm-hmm. doesn't burn. No, I think it's plastic. Mm-hmm. And it didn't look like wood. You know the ones that they have like on people's lawns? Like mm-hmm. the nativity scene on the lawn, yes. where it's like nearly life size. Yes, I think it's, it's like one three, of those three quarter size. Also, um, there is a bit of a, a goof in this scene. Yeah, did you catch? No. When he kicks it out, it lands in front of the carolers, and kind of to the left of the carolers and behind them, you can see beautiful green grass. <laughs> You know, this is obviously Christmas time. There's snow everywhere else you see on the yard, but they apparently missed a spot for these carolers. Um, and there's there's some green grass showing through because, you know. It happens. They could have just pretended it was California. And was like, well, we all wear scarves for no reason. Yeah. And like all the snowflakes just stay on our sweaters when we go in the max and right. stay there for the entire scene. It's just a thing. Just how that works. California snow is wild, y'all. Um, And then his wife looks in the window because obviously hubbub they were watching the Mm -hmm. same carolers and she's like what are you doing and there he is like holding a box with like timmy's name on it real big or timmy's name on it he's like because it looks like you snuck into our neighbor's house to steal their presents he's like he's uh, like i I understand that this is what it looks like but i promise that's not what happened and she's like please enlighten me uh she's like you know what honestly don't i'm tired of your version of reality obviously i don't know what the fuck is wrong with you but i'm gonna go to the parade ted can you drive me and he's like absolutely and he like walks by he's like that's how you do it man you you're losing her and i'm picking her up like i got this and obviously right. arnold does not take arnold is livid so um 
right after the the reindeer breaks out of the like dining room he was locked in and runs at Arnold and Arnold just punches it in the face. Punches a reindeer in the face. Like you do. Reindeer's fine. Arnold's hand is fine. Literally nobody here is alive. Like Yeah, that's not how that works. No. But the next scene is Arnold and the reindeer drinking beer in the back. Right. Like, which is like the ultimate like dude bro, like we got into a fight and right, then and we now just, we're best friends. Now we're best friends. Uh and Arnold looks in the window at his house and sees the picture of that his son drew of him and his mom and his dad, mm-hmm. you know, as a happy family. He's like, I gotta do this. I I gotta I gotta go. I gotta keep my promise at least once. So they go to the parade. So they go to the parade. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. Marching bands, Hanukkah float, Kwanzaa floats. Right. Lots cop of... Cop float. There's a, yeah, there's a cop float. Uh, and then lots of dressed up characters. And our kids are like, oh, there's the tick. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? We actually backed up, which we yeah. kind of have a rule against doing generally. Right. But they were right. There was the tick. The tick was in... Uh, yeah, also this like parade. the cat in a hat, Paddington Bear, and like... Right, Sonic the Hedgehog. I was like, I don't know what rights they cleared for this. <laughs> but they got a lot. They got they got a lot of dressed up characters. Um, the wife, Ted, the wife, the kids, they all arrive. And the kids are like, hey, uh, can we go sit next to our buddy over there? And his family like, yeah, sure, go ahead. We'll park the car. And I was like, no. Mom and the kids go. Right, Ted, Ted will park the, the car. car. It'll be fine, but that's the excuse to get Ted and Mom part. Alone, yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Arnold gets out of a cab because he's also stuck in traffic and runs towards the parade. Um, and so they're kind of converging. You see the storylines coming back together again. So Ted and Liz park, and Ted's like, hey, we need to talk. I... No, you have some feelings for me, and I have some feelings for you. It goes back to the you know Labor Day when you asked me how to marinate ahi tuna, and I said it's just salad dressing. dressing. And you can see her starting to parse like, oh fuck, right, right, and she's like, uh, excuse me, you know, like you see the slow dawning that he's a predator, right. Um, and then Arnold is running towards the parade, and he runs over our cop friend. Yes. Again, who now has bandaged hands, which is the worst Mm -hmm. that he came out. And so they get into a little chase. And then we cut it back. So there's like two pursuings going on awkwardly. Right. But um, Liz finally, you know, realizes what's going on and basically dumps, like punches him in the face with a cup of eggnog. Punches him in the face with a thermos full of eggnog. So not only does he get a thermos to the face. He gets covered in eggnog. But he gets covered in eggnog. And she runs out and he's like, well, that didn't go like I planned at all. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it it went how it should. It... <laughs> so Arnold uh, ends up ditching the cop by like slamming his face with the bus door at some point like the little hatch out the back yes he opens it and slams it into like the cops running by and he opens it and so it just catches him in the face and drops him he's like that's too bad but he manages to escape into like a um warehouse in the backstage area of the parade yes like the parade prep area and they're like oh are you the guy you got to be the guy good 
and they start like stripping all of his clothes off which like honestly the balls on anybody that's willing to take arnold schwarzenegger's <laughs> pants off against his will like like truly yeah wow um and they while they're stripping him down and resuiting him in something they're telling him about like the controls and how they discussed on the phone and the choreography is the same as they planned and right right but the the psi on the rocket shouldn't be 70 like we talked about it shouldn't it should be 50 or less yeah and also the guy that was like rehearsals He's doing okay. They saw some brain activity, so he's probably going to be fine. Right. That's a re- that's a really good sign. It's a really good sign. Um, so good luck. Get in there and have fun. And just shove him into a dark closet. Mm-hmm. Like, bye. And so what it was is uh, they're going down the parade and you hear the announcers be like, oh, Turbo Band should be coming up here shortly. And you see um, there's an actor on the side and the giant pink dog costume who's about right, who, who's his like sidekick yeah that nobody likes that nobody likes and then a hatch opens on the float and arnold schwarzenegger comes up dressed exactly like dressed turbo man. as turbo man and he's like waving and like saluting and he looks down at his son and like salutes in super slow motion right. and he's like i could get used to this shit like, like this isn't bad he also has a like a a voice thing where what he says like can get broadcast out yep and so the announcer was like, all right, in a moment, Turbo Man will select a lucky child to receive a special edition doll. They're all calling it a doll. Yeah. Not an action figure. Not an action doll. figure, but a doll. And so um, you see a rooftop and it's got a Demento, Dementor, mm-hmm. yes. who's his big villain. And all of a sudden he's in costume smoking a cigarette. And all of a sudden, like, this bola comes out of nowhere around his neck and yoinks him off. Can- Christmas tinsel. Yeah. I guess it is Christmas tinsel. It's it? Christmas tinsel. Yoinks him off the set, off the screen. Yeah. Like, hmm, what's going on there? Right, seems nefarious. So, you know, we've heard whispers of choreography and stunts and fight scenes. And so we're like, okay. Kind of see where this is going. Kind of don't. Uh, and so he's... So Arnold's waving, and the psychic's like, dude, just pick a fucking kid and you let's gotta, get out of here. Yeah, you gotta pick a kid, because pretty soon the um, the villain's gonna jump on the float, and we're gonna have our whole fight thing, and, like, the kid needs to be... You know, part of the thing. Or, I don't know if the kid needs to be part of the thing, but, like, the kid is normally, like, back in the... You gotta be out of the way. Yeah, gotta be back with his parents before, or his or her parents before mm-hmm. this happens. And so, of course, Arnold points down to his kid, right, Jamie, and Jimmy's next to him and is like... He's pointing to me! No, he's pointing to me! No, he's pointing to me! No, he's pointing to me! Bullshit. And so Arnold, like, you see somebody, like, at a control panel somewhere with a sound machine, like, pumping his volume up, and Arnold's like, Jamie! And all of a sudden, he just, like, his eyes light up and are like... like <gasps> Turbo Man knows my name! And so Jamie runs up to get his prize... And Jamie's like, hey, how did you know my name? And he goes, simple, Jamie. I am your father. And then Dementor strikes before he can do the copyright infringement. Right. And then he has to have a whole uh, fight scene with the kid on the float. So this is a moving float. Yeah, it's a moving float. With a child. With a child and Sinbad. And Sinbad. Because Sinbad took over the costume. the costume because he's there to steal the toy. Yeah. Of course. He's like, you give me the toy and no one will get hurt. And Arnold's like, well, I mean, like, nobody gets hurt is the plan, but I also can't give you my kid's toy because, like, 
fuck, I'm not dealing with my wife right now. Right, right. This is, this is a bridge too far. So, um, Myron uh, Sinbad, mm-hmm. whose name I don't think we mentioned, because he's Sinbad. Because he, he's Sinbad. Yeah, always. Uh, he's got like a rocket fist he punches Arnold with and then steals the kid. And then Arnold's got like these little wrist rocket disc things that shoot out and right. like hit. Sinbad in the face. A, yeah, he's got a boomerang. He's got a yeah. rocket pack. It's a whole chase scene, but then, like, Sinbad ends up chasing Jamie up the side of a hill. Or up the side of a building, rather. Yeah. Because Jamie's first instinct, rather to run to some sort of authority figure, is just to it's go just to higher to go ground. Up. Just go up. Go to higher ground. Which, if that was Anakin, this would have saved your fucking life. Oh, yeah. You learned nothing. Learned nothing. Anyway, so he gets the higher ground, um, and so Arnold's got to figure out how to use the jetpack to go rescue him. Yes. And also consume 100% of this room's special effect budget. Right, in like a minute. Yeah, like, it's all, like, hand-drawn CG, like, really early. It's not bad. No, 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 not bad at all. It aged well, but, like, you could tell. Yeah, it it was the entirety of the special effects budget. Uh, so he's got to rescue Jamie and ends up, like, going through a building and having all kinds of shenanigans. And then Jamie climbs up this, like, Christmas tree that falls over, like, sign mm-hmm. that falls over over the street. Right, like monkey bars across two buildings. Yep. And so he's stuck in the middle. He's like, help me, Turbo Man. And so Arnold throws his boomerang and somebody's like, ha, missed me. And then it comes back because it's a fucking boomerang. Right, and then hits, hits him in him the face. And knocks him down? Where right. he lands? Yeah. He falls down, and he falls down into, like, a giant uh, padded... Uh, Christmas box? Christmas box, yeah. It Very was, convenient. It's on the cop float, so he's immediately surrounded by cops with mm-hmm. guns drawn. Right. And he, he did have the doll. He's got the doll clutched to his chest when he lands. And then Jamie falls, and as Jamie falls... Turbo Man. Turbo Man figures out his rocket uh, pack and the, you know, all he needed, I guess, was just a moment of peril. Yeah. And picks him, like, intercepts him in the air, grabs him, flies around for a minute, and then lands and takes him back to his mom. And Jamie's like, I'm just, that was really cool and all, but like. I wish dad could have been here. He's like. I wish dad could have seen it. And he's like. Yeah, but my dad's mad at me and he didn't, you know, I kind of left it in a bad spot. So, like, he missed all this because it's all my fault. He's like, oh, it's not your fault. Your dad's not mad at you. He forgives you. He understands. He's disappointed you. He's like, how do you know all that? And then Arnold takes the mask off. He goes, because I'm your dad. Because I'm your dad. And literally, mom looks at him like, the fuck, I'm going to kill you. Right. But also, like, kind of hot. Like, Like, that was kind of awesome. Please tell me my child wasn't in any real peril and this was all staged. Right, right. But also, how, like... She has many emotions. She has many emotions. She's having a ride. She really is. But, like, I could also see, like, oh, so that's that's what you've been up to all day. Right, that was your plan. You've been sneaking around because you couldn't tell me. You should have told me. Right. I would have kept the secret, but, like... Mm Mm-hmm. Holy shit, you pulled this off? That's like, like... That's even cooler than... Getting the doll. Getting the doll. And then the cop comes up and hands the kid the doll and is like, I believe this belongs to you. And the kid's like, all right, so my dad's Turbo Man. I have the doll. 
best day of my fucking life. Right. Everything's great. And also, some of my friends from school saw it all happen. <laughs> right. It's fucking cool. This is the best thing that could have happened. I'm going to drink for free on this forever. Yeah. So, so many juice boxes. And so they're leading Sinbad, who's handcuffed. Away. Away. And um, Jamie hears him say something to the effect of like, oh, my kid's Christmas is going to be ruined. I didn't get him that doll. And also now I'm fucking arrested and insane. Uh, not that last part. Right, right. Like. But also, now I'm being arrested. Yeah. And Jamie runs up and is like, hey, sir, here you go. And hands him the limited edition special doll. doll. And Arnold's like, after all the bullshit I went through to get you that stupid toy. Right. You're just going to give it away. And he's like, I mean, I don't really need it if, like, my dad, like, I got the real Turbo Man at home, dad. And scene. Okay. So, and the the police are just like, oh, well, if the kid gave you the doll, I guess, like, nobody presses charges? This is fine? All of this is fine? You could go have a happy Christmas with your family? Yeah, I guess. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Like, what? What? No. There, there was a bomb! <laughs> He blew up that dude's hands. He blew up the dude's hands. He terrorized a radio station. They both did. Yes. Yes. Arnold is not innocent in this. No. He impersonated a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he does see the the police officer, uh, and the police officer's like, great job, Turbo Man. Like, we can use people like you, you know, like, on the force if you ever want to, you know, get out of the superhero game. And uh, he's like, oh, thanks, officer. I'm sorry about your car and your motorcycle and your hands. <laughs> and the bus. And the bus and all of it. And he's like, I mean, I guess so. Merry Christmas. Like, what? We good, bro? If a kid gives you a doll, like. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. You didn't actually break the law and blow up someone's hands. Yeah. So what do we learn this movie? Uh, if you're a white man, you can get away with anything, as our daughter <laughs> pointed out. And you're like, you're not wrong. You're I don't not. love it, but you're not wrong. You're not. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger should play superheroes. I think this is one of his only superhero roles. <laughs> For a hot minute, For a like made-up hot... made superhero. Yeah, but they're all made up, Lisa. That's true. That's true. Iron Man isn't like walking around out there. <laughs> this isn't a documentary or a biopic. This no, is I mean, that's true. That's true. But like uh, non-canonical true, superhero. True. Who doesn't have a history or a following? No, it was made specifically for this movie. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if a little kid like discovers the spirit of Christmas and decides to give you his precious toy, then like all felonies forgiven. All felonies are forgiven. There you go. So that's it. Christmas. So Donald Trump, if you're listening, you've right. got about a month and a half to figure out how to get some child to like you. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's everybody's plan. It's your best shot, I think, at this point. <laughs> but he's a white male, so he'll get away with anything. Right. And with that, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly-ish. <laughs> <laughs>